Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho, and my co-host today on Heart of the Athlete is our West Treasure Valley Area Director, Coach Ryan Seals. Ryan, it's great to have you again co-hosting the show with us. Hey, thanks, Ken. It's uh, great to be here, and I, I think we're going to have a, an awesome time today with our special guest. That's right. We've got, we've got a special guest from um, Ontario High School today, and um, I, I know... Um, Ryan, we've got before we get to Kenji here. Let let let's talk about our camps coming up. I know we've got a uh, in July. Um, we've got uh, uh, two baseball clinics. One on the second week of July, the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth, and that one's going to be at Eagle Nazarene. It's for incoming second graders through eighth graders, and uh, then the the Canyon County baseball camp for incoming second graders through eighth graders. We'll be at Napa Christian High School there on the Flamingo, the Flamingo campus, Flamingo Road there in Napa. And that will be the following week on Tuesday, the 21st, Wednesday, the 22nd, and the 23rd. Um, so, folks, if you're interested, you have kids that, are some, uh, that play baseball, these are going to be awesome uh, baseball camps. And you can go to fcidaho.org to register for those. And so that's incoming second through eighth graders. And then, Ryan, why don't you tell us about the total athlete camp that we have the last week of July, the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Yeah, sure thing, Ken. Um, so this camp kind of came about that, that all-overnight camps, unfortunately, this summer had to be uh, canceled. Um, we normally do our end-of-June all-sports camp that last week of June. And, and so this, this year, we kind of had to reinvent it with everything going on. So uh, the last week of July, which is July 28th, 29th, and 30, we're going to do a, a, a camp, um, kind of an SAQ, Speed, Agility, Quickness camp, uh, going to be starting at 8 in the morning and going to about 3.30 in the afternoon. And it's for all incoming 7th graders to incoming 12th graders can, can come to that. Uh, and so go ahead and check out our website, www.fcaidaho.org, for all the info. You bet. And um, so we can register there and uh, we're excited uh, to, to still be able to do camps this summer, aren't we, Ryan? And I know a yeah. lot of camps have been canceled. Um, but um, Ryan, I know we, we are super honored to have Kenji on. So why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Sure. Um, thanks, Ken. Uh, I've known Kenji and his family for a good number of years. We, we've gone to the same home church together for a long time. They're at Calvary Chapel, Ontario. And uh, I reached out to Kenji sometime in the last couple of weeks and just said, hey, man, we, we'd love to have you on. He has uh, just graduated from Ontario, where he played football, I know, for many years. But I'm going to let him tell more of a story. But Kenji, welcome to the, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys for inviting me. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. But um, so we might talk about my athletics. So, yeah, can you go ahead and, and um, just tell us, uh, you know, tell us about your athletic career. Um, right. Tell us some of the sports that you played growing up and uh, tell us um, just a little bit about your high school football journey. All right. So um, I've, I've started sports 
since the beginning of my life. You know, it's, it's a big part of my life. It's very important to my family and, and me. Um, so I started football. I think it was like in third grade. I started playing tackle football. And then I, I, I played soccer you know, when I was a little kid and some other sports. I played baseball and, uh, so, and basketball. I, I participated in all those for a while. Um, I stopped soccer when I was little, but um, my, for, my freshman year, I decided to start baseball again because I quit also when I was little. And I did baseball, basketball, and football all four years except this. Last year I didn't do baseball because I couldn't. <laughs> but um, so I, I've played um, sports my whole life. Uh, football was my main sport, though. It's one sport that I could really cling to, you know, understand pretty well. And so uh, I'll be going to U of I for football this coming up fall. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't an easy journey, though. Um, I, my, my junior year, I had a lot of, you know, like, should I go to college football? Should I not? Because all the recruiting should start, you know, sophomore year or what, close to there. And um, I didn't start then. So I was, I was a little behind in the recruiting process. And uh, basically, my dad put a lot of time and money into me. And he brought me to a lot of camps um, last summer. I went to Boise State, Oregon State, and I went to a lot of um, official visits, unofficial visits. I went to a, a lot of different places, <laughs> a lot of different colleges. Um, I had around 10 offers, which is incredible because of my oh, my season went. We went 0-8 my senior year, which is wow. not, not a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> we went 0-8. And so it was going to be hard to get an offer, I thought, you know, going 0-8 on a team, but uh, my first offer was an NAIA school, Culver Stockton College, and that was up in, I think it's Missouri, um, so I was like, okay, that's a possibility. They gave me, they gave me a pretty good deal, and then um, it just kind of started flowing in with the offers because I think, you know, they all talk of the coaches, all the different colleges, so it started to come in, and then I didn't have any D1 offers, though. Um, and then finally, uh, I, it was the last like last hour I was going to decide. I had to decide where, where I was going to go for college, where I was going to commit. And so last hour, the U University of Idaho coach called me, and he was like, hey, um, so I know you've been wanting to come here. We've been talking to you and your dad. Uh, we've got a spot for you. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> wow. Just so like, here you I, are. I mean, you went through this whole recruiting process, and I kind of follow some of your journey during these, you know, these months in the, in the early spring or late winter. And um, you and I finally called you and said, hey, we want you, Kenji. How'd that make you feel? I felt, I felt really happy. I was like, you know, I, I think this is a way that God is just trying to tell me. Because this at D1, that's like my dream, you know, where I was going to go. And so I thought, you know, this has to be a sign from God telling me where I need to go. And so I and I know that FCA is just starting up there recently. So yeah. I'll, I'm going to try and get a part of that and get yeah, that stuff. So, what position yeah. are they gonna? Uh, what position are they recruiting you for, Kenji, up there at U of I? Uh, they're recruiting me for quarterback. Quarterback, right? Tell everybody how like to be a Division One quarterback. A lot of times you you've got to have some size. So how how tall are you, Kenji? I am six three. <laughs> So pretty, pretty, pretty tall guy. You got to be able to see over that old line, right? 
Yeah, I think I think there is only one other guy on on the Ontario high school football team that was taller than me. So I was. Wow. <laughs> You yeah. know, a, a, a little bit ago, Kenji, you you mentioned a little bit about your guys' senior – your senior football season with Ontario High School, and you mentioned that you guys ended up going 0-8. And, and I know there's a lot of people out there listening that have had their their son or daughter in a, in a, in a sports program where they just weren't winning. And, and when you're not winning, it can be very challenging, to say the least, and, and a lot of people will start – you know, pointing fingers, but how did you, as a Christian first, how did you handle losing? Like, what are some of the strategies that you use during that time? Well, you know, um, I couldn't take it all on myself. myself. Um, I had to understand that God, God knows everything. He's perfect. He'll, he'll let us win if we need to win, if we, if, you know, if the time's right. But um, I just kept trusting in him. I knew that it was going to be hard because we only had 15 players on the varsity squad. And so um, I just kept my trust in him, you know, going through the hard time through adversity. Uh, I had to realize that I'm, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for a bigger a bigger person, you know, God. And so I just had to keep that in mind the whole time. You know, I, I got frustrated, very frustrated at times, you know, <laughs> and uh, I yeah. couldn't take it on anyone else because I know that this God's got a plan for this. God's going to use this in the future for something. So, right. You know, it's one thing that we talked about in our senior huddle. It's, I'm glad that you're open and honest, you know, it, it was frustrating. It's hard when you're, when you're losing like that. And, but it's okay, and it, and it talks about it in the Word of God, in, in the Psalms, where, you know, when hard things happen, that it's okay to wrestle with God, isn't it? It's okay to question God, but, and I just love you sharing what you did um, to, to stay with that and to stay through that. Uh, Ken, Kenji, I just want to ask you one more question before I turn it over to Ken, because I know he has some things he's excited to ask you about. Um, but do, do you have... Like, did you use like a favorite Bible verse on your team, or did you guys ever pray together as a as a team this year? Yeah, actually, one of our coaches, uh, Coach Simmons, he is he's a he's a great guy. He's a he's a lineman coach, and um, he would always say, "Hey, did you guys want to pray?" And so I was like, I, I usually brought over the guys to the locker room, and we prayed in there before every single home game, and we just we let anybody pray if they want to. And um, usually uh, I'd end it or someone else. And then uh, I think I think my favorite Bible verse during that football season was, was Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Tim and it Tebow's just, verse. It looked, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, gave, it gave me a lot of, of wisdom, I guess, knowing that I can't do anything without Christ but I, I can do anything it, that he gave me the, the ability to do. And so if winning wasn't on his agenda, then, <laughs> yeah. then it's not needed. Awesome. That's cool, Kenji. Um, wh- why do you think it's so important to spend time in the word of God? You know, like you talked about that passage there. What, why is that important? And how is it, what, what, have you, what have you gained by spending time in God's word? I think spending time in God, God's word, it, you know, it refreshes your, yourself for first of all. 
it, it gives you a new understanding, you know. Um, you know, they talk about people who are Christians and then they're, they're born again. Well, I think that every time you get into the Word of God, you learn, you, you learn something new. Like you can read the same verse over and over again. It can mean totally, completely different thing the second time or the third time or the fourth time you read it. And um, I think that just continuing uh, every morning or whenever you can, just uh, reading the Bible, praying, it really, it really helps you get closer to God, but also understand where he's coming from in his point of view, what he wants for your plans in the future. Wow. That is so cool. As you were talking about that, um, that's true. I mean, it, you know, and I think it's because it's a living word, right? You know, it's, oh yeah, it's the Holy spirit working through the word of God that the Holy spirit gave to different men and, and, and people to, to write down the scriptures that we have today, which is in the form of the Bible. But we, um, you know, I think that is so cool. It's so true what you said, you know, that we may read something and then a year later or six months later or 20 years later, we read it again. We're like, wow, you know, it's like God is revealing, speaking to us today, you know, his living word. And so that is so cool. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with Kenji Tamara over at Ontario High School in Ontario, Oregon, who's on his way to go play for the Idaho Vandals up in Moscow this coming fall. And um, so we're excited to have you on the air, uh, Kenji. Hey, Kenji, I want to uh, talk to you a little bit. You you were homeschooled. Now, it, uh, were you homeschooled all the way through your schooling? Um, so I was homeschooled my whole life, except for my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. My freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I went to a private school called um, Treasure Valley Christian School. It's It's not exist anymore because it, it, it got shut down but um I had a choice my last year to either be homeschooled or I'd go to another private school but uh, I chose homeschooling and because I, I chose that because it was just easier on my schedule I could do a lot more other things so yeah well that's really cool I know um uh there's a lot more people that are looking at that alternative, you know, for education, you know, like, like, like what you're experienced, yeah. what you did. And, but I know at the same time, they're like you, they, they, they want to compete at the local public school and they can, as long as they live in that intended zone. And what, what were some of the ways that you found to shine your light for Jesus in the situation you were, because maybe we have some listeners today that are homeschooled or their parents are homeschooled or grandparents and, what kind of encouragement could you give them in terms of you sharing about how you found ways to um, shine your light for Christ and, and maybe even share, you know, share, share your faith with your teammates. Yeah. So for me being the quarterback, I, I had to take that leadership position. And so I kind of already had a voice, you know, um, I had a voice on the team. And so uh, freshman year and sophomore year and junior year, I would I would usually bring a group of friends with me to one of my youth groups that I would have after practice. We would go over there, and uh, you know I, I would I would expose them to the word, but I, I can't I can't give them their faith. You know, like they have to make that choice themselves. But exposing them exposing them, um, I I can do that. And so I I thought to myself, 
you know, uh, how can I uh, expose them? And so I thought, bring them over to church with me um, every every time after practice. And so that's what I did. And then, um, uh, you know, there'll be some some <laughs> fights or whatever in the locker room or on the field. And I, I have to, you know, separate them and just afterwards I talk to them. I, I let them know, like, hey, you know, I'm here if you need to talk to me. I'm trying to tell them, you know, like, be that Christian person that that people can come to if they need anything. And I wouldn't say anything about, about whatever they're going through. But, you know, just being there for the people who, who need it most. That's awesome. It sounds like you were um, – you made yourself available. Um, yeah. Yeah, available. Yeah, I, I – uh... I remember a few years ago, Ryan, at the FCA Bowl Breakfast uh, for the Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, we had Bobby Bowden as our speaker. And I remember he said that God is not interested in your abilities. He's interested more in your availability to obey and, and be ready to, you know, be led by him. And um, and as you were saying that, it reminded me of that quote from Coach Bowden, Kenji. I mean, I mean that's awesome that you, you wanted to be – just available at whatever God, in whatever opportunity that God had set up. So that's that's really neat. That's that's really cool, Kenji. It's just fun hearing um, what what God had done through you at that time. And you know, I want to just um, ask you, Kenji, and what what has been your involvement um, in in FCA over the last few years? So my freshman year and sophomore year. Uh, I was pretty involved with the FCA um, one at the Ontario High School. I would go there every, every, I think it was like twice a week in the mornings we'd meet and, wh- and whatever. Um, we'd talk about the Bible verse, whatever. And then um, uh, I actually did one of you guys' camps. I think it was eighth grade year. Uh, I joined that. And I, that was a, a magical experience, um, expo- being exposed to all of that. Um, I thought it was it was it was it was bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> what uh, what what grade did you end up coming to FCA camp? Eighth grade. Eighth grade year. Okay. So you were in middle school. You came to FCA camp uh, for the first time. What you know for those for those maybe parents that are out there listening or grandmas or grandpas, and that they want to get their son or daughter plugged in, you know, to to something that that is beneficial and it's not only fun for their their son or daughter but but is also spiritually impactful like what what advice or encouragement would you give them on why maybe they should should have their kids go to an fca camp yeah i think i should talk about about the camp itself too um you know the coaches they're very inspiring they they teach you um the word and they teach you how to play the sport you know better and improving your skills but um i think just everyone being around there for the same thing it kind of just it it leads you spiritually and it makes you want to want to do more for the lord and i know that um when i went there in my eighth grade year i wasn't i wasn't really a believer but i wasn't really not a believer i guess i was i was kind of in the middle area i was i was trying to figure out what i should believe and um after that i i, I knew in my heart that i was a believer it really kind of like what okay you were like kind of like the, the Bible describes as maybe maybe lukewarm. So so FCA for you kind of lays into your personal testimony a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. 
That's that's awesome. Just to hear that that FCA has been impactful for you in that way. Um, a, a moment ago, Kenji, you were talking about your involvement with FCA at on, Ontario High School. Can you just share a little bit about um, what you saw there on the public school campus? And Coach Simmons um, has been – who's now, right? He's now the head Ontario yeah. High School football coach, which is really exciting. But he's the one that's been kind of helping the students get FCA going at Ontario High School. Just tell us a little bit more about your personal experience with the huddle itself. And, and, and again, for, for anybody else that, you know, wants to know a little bit more info about how um, – you know, how their son or daughter could get, get involved in an SCA at their school locally? Yeah, so um, uh, when it first started beginning, I wasn't really I wasn't really a part of it when it first started because um, I wasn't technically at the school. But my friend, I have good friends on the football team that were doing it. They're like, hey, you want to come to this? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come. You know, I'll, I'll talk. So I brought donuts the first day, and everyone loved me. So... <laughs> Uh, but um, I think that I think that just being there and supporting the coach in it too, and then you know being being athletes at the school, you're probably more more the popular group. Um, you can you can definitely change other people's lives when yeah. you're being you know a big impact. Yeah, thanks, Kenji. You know, just for everybody out there, in case you don't know what a huddle is. FCA Huddle gives students, athletes, a place to meet on your middle school or high school or college campus where uh, Christian students can come together, non-believers. Everybody is invited to be there. It's just a great place, community, where they just fellowship and grow in their faith. And it just um, enables students at a public school or a or private Christian school as well um, to just give them that platform to be able to pray together, to, to fellowship together, and just to have that special unity time can and it's just it's really really neat that they can do that isn't it yeah it is it, it is well kenji i know the time is going by fast i just said <clears throat> there's a couple more questions for you here in the time that we have left but i know that you know we've been coming out of this quarantine uh here <clears throat> in southern idaho and eastern oregon and um i know that um you know you've been following the Lord through all of this. And it's been obviously different in recruiting and, and, and figuring all these different things out. I'm just kind of curious, you know, for you as you're getting ready, to, you're hitting the summer now and, and getting ready to go to college. Um, have you set any new maybe spiritual goals for yourself as you're preparing yourself for college? And, 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 and with that, what kind of, um, you know, spiritual advice would you give to people or, or to seniors or, or, to, or to student athletes, you know, about, about going through what we've gone through this spring with, with, the, with the, the shutdown and everything? Yeah, so um, going to college, I know it's going to be a lot of temptations to get into stuff that I shouldn't be getting into. Um, but I think that um, one of my goals was to get – get um start you know going to a church up there and get going with the fca group that uh we just just started up in moscow and i think that having a group of, of kids up there also on my side you know keeping me accountable accountable to uh, my faith is going to help a lot uh just in that time you know <laughs> being in college and everything 
and I know that the coronavirus has shut down a lot of things in the spring, shut down all the spring sports and a lot of stuff in California. But, you know, God, God has a plan for this. He's not, he's not just sending it our way just to mess with us. He's, he's got a plan and he's definitely going to be using a lot of these people that are struggling right now during these times that shut down all their sports for a really big reason. Yeah, Kenzie, it's, it's great that you're, uh, you're being intentional and setting, uh, you know, setting some goals for yourself as you're, you're going into college and keeping your eyes on the horizon. And um, uh, that's great to hear, you know, someone your age, you know, a senior that just graduated. So, well, Kenji, thanks so much for being on the program today. Thanks for, for being on the air and taking the time to be on Heart of the Athlete. And, uh, um, and Ryan, thanks for being co-host again. Yeah, Ken, this is a lot of fun. Kenji, it's, just, it's great to see what God's done in your life. And just thanks for your time, man. Thank you guys for having me in here. It was, it was a lot of fun. You bet. Well, folks, if you're interested in uh, and getting involved with FCA this summer at the baseball camps or the, the FCA Idaho Total Athlete Camp there in uh, the second, third, or fourth week of July, there's more information at fcaidaho.org. Kenji, Ryan, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.